Welcome to a Story Arcs miniseries. This is a podcast where I develop the fable of Malachi with the help of my illustrator, Sarah, and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I am Trevor Sutton. Let's create! We're recording. All right, welcome back to the Tales of Helicad. Today we're discuss the new world where they run into a peat bug and become a bunch of fingernail trolls. Is that good? You like that? That was good recorded. Intro. Oh, son of a... <laughs> I was just... Awesome. So let's get right into it. As uh, previously <laughs> stated by my guest, <laughs> by Sarah, we are, we are going to read an excerpt from the Fable of Malachi, The New World. And without further ado... Malachi went last. He stepped through the gate. The portal tickled. It started to shake. Time warped and collapsed, crushing through space. And then all went dark. A stench hit their face. The mud was knee-deep. It consumed their shoes. The bugs were biting. The swamp took its dues. Where had they landed? Would this be their home? Could he get power to take back the throne? This place was foreign but they would strive on. Oh, how he hated the name Oberon. Nice. I saw you laughing at Tickled. Oh, yeah, you said, the portal is Tickled. <laughs> and I'm just like, eh. <laughs> well, I had to have maybe maybe Tingled, but at the same time, anything you put in there is going to be... Eh. Yeah, kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, but I, I still want that. I still want that sense that that you're, you're, you're feeling kind of funky when you're going through it. And that, that does right. still give that sense. No, that was a nice breakdown. I, I actually, um, I like the, the description going through the portal. The transition. Go through so. those two lines again for me real quick. The. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about how it tickles. It actually is the first two lines, so we'll, we're, we're actually right on track with so. so Malachi went last. He stepped through the gate. The portal tickled. It started to shake. So it's kind of cool. I like the idea of the portal shaking as it as these creatures go through. I kind of like the idea of just right off the bat of the portal being like, no, this is not supposed to happen, and this that's is why an it's shaking. Only. Yeah, <laughs> ew, why, why, why you gotta go there? Why you gotta make it like that? <laughs> this is a serious podcast, and we are professionals, and I'm gonna need you to bring it back, what? back to the the ending. <laughs> You know, you know what? You're going to cut all your stuff out. You're going to leave my stuff in, aren't you? Oh, that's what I do every time. I don't want to look bad. Hey, you got to put it in there too, man. I be- do. I give all my little... I, I Mostly what I take off myself is a mouth breathing and this, yeah. this diatribe stuff right here. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> But I, I agree, I, and I think it's more of a, from Malachi's, like, when he steps into it, from, from what he's feeling and seeing, he starts to feel, like, that tickle, the vibration, and it feels like the whole thing's shaking. I don't oh. think it looks like it's shaking, but, like, okay. from his point of view, it's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I like it. I like it. It's kind of, it's a neat visual going on there, too. Yes. Um uh, what uh, what are the next two lines? Do they also describe the portal more? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it like... kind of describes what happens. That okay? So like, there's entering the gate and there's going through the gate. Is that's kind of right. what I was alluding to? So time warped and collapsed, crushing that one, crushing through space, and then all like dark and a stench hit their face. So it was like, yeah. ah, and then all of a sudden, whoop, 
and then all of a sudden you're just in this peat bog and it smells right. gross and you, you know you, all right. those decaying and nasty and bugs it's and, the, it's the bog of eternal stay yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> labyrinth <but>, showed out <laughs> who decided to put the portal here on moving day man you guys are jerks <laughs> oh yeah we should definitely also discuss moving day but for a second though i want to focus on that portal visual yeah. because that's going to be pretty intense so do that third line again for me not the peat bog one but the one before that the time warped and collapsed crushing through space i wanted to get the sense of like it felt like it could have been forever or just an instant and that's then... awesome i mean that line that time warped and collapsed is a very intense line um i want you to describe to me what you see when you when you kind of read that line um in the sense of the the travel itself so if you're that person basically um time warped and collapsed so all their sense of like now is completely gone and then all of a sudden they feel like they're being not the closest I can come to is being pushed through a grater, but it doesn't hurt. You're just being, you know, separated. So, I mean, are we are we talking like black hole imagery here to where we see them kind of being sucked away into nothing and being stretched out in infinity-wise down a, a large We have We have a visual already. We know they're traveling through that, that portal, that established conduit. And... Uh, so they, it is, in essence, I mean, a subway of sorts, but it's through, <laughs> through, through, time, yeah, through time and space. Suckiest portel ever. <laughs> well, I, I say going through a grater, but I, I, what I mean is, is they felt like they were being taken apart atom by atom. Yeah. And, I, and don't know. I do love that you're talking about so many feelings, but as your illustrator, paint me a picture. <laughs> I need I need some visual cues of what you're looking for here. So like I said, are we doing black hole kind of thing, to where people's like beings oh, are like being stretched, stretched out, out and swirled away? Of, it, it's or it's do a, you want? It's a translation. You're going okay. From, do you want like a pixelation where they break into a thousand tiny pieces and get sucked through? It's gonna have to because if you think about it like this, the two dimensions they're the same thing, almost occupying the same space, just separated by r reality. It's two dimensions. It is the same world just mirror versions of it, okay? So they're being translated from one place to the next. They're not, tr I mean, it's not a travel, okay, thing. It's a, oh, do so, you get what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, but, okay, so you've, you know, there's an image that's popped in my head with all this mirror talk of that portal being fairly reflective. So, you know, when you look in a mirror and say your hair is parted to the right, but you look in the mirror and it's to the left. Yes. What if what that translation is happening is really just inverting them across. So as he approaches it, there's a reflection of him. And as he steps through what it does is it takes it and it just kind of like, yeah, we can either have like the two images merging together or him literally kind of being ripped apart and put back together the other way. Yeah. Does that make sense? So the scar that was originally on the left on his face in the Fey realms is now on, on the right. I absolutely absolutely love that i think that's wouldn't that be fun for all the characters too? and as like, the crow if whatever white thing is on this side oh my god yeah side. because I mean, it's a mirror world i love it yeah oh one of my oprah winfrey i love it these are my the favorite point too they can't exist over here as the fey they are over there they right? can't exist because they're being large humans now their whole existence yeah. is being changed yeah, so, so they're yeah. literally being ripped apart they're being and translated and over to this world and that translation can explain like, why why humans feel things more over there they're being translated into i mean something over on this side so they're being exposed more their whatever their whole being was ripped apart and then put back together so maybe yeah it, you know whatever
Well, okay, you have them before they go in the portal and say, scarred one to the left. He goes through the portal as he's going through the portal, because that's the journey in itself. Um, do we want like a Star Wars effect thing where like lots of bits are being zipped through this large tunnel of light and stuff? And I then on like, the other side, there's a reveal of the mirror side? Or what do you want? I like the idea of them just being rushed towards a mirror image of themselves like this or like a like like a flat wall and then being rushed at it and then seeing themselves and then being pressed into it yeah oh so it's saying? like a mirror at the end and they go flying towards it and it looks like it's about to shatter the mirror but instead the the yeah. images like fuse into this like yes oh okay interesting and it gets translated i think that'd be a neat imagery and, and it's and they have no control over it either so their body's like yeah like a rag doll being like slammed into it by like a giant's hand Interesting. I like it. I like it. And as he comes out, I'm going to have a reveal on the, um, on when I draw this out. And it's going to be him looking back with a clear scar one direction, going through, ragdolling it through this tunnel of whatever we decide, slamming into that mirror. And then you'll see him, um, as those two things merge. And then you'll, the next frame will be a large focus of his face as he lands in the peat bog and looks up. And then the scar will be going the other way. Yeah. So. In fact, the mirror can be the other portal. That could be him just the going through that other portal. If that makes any sense, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I don't think it really matters. I think it, just the visual effect of that happening, I think it's going to be yeah. pretty damn cool. And oh, that's then, cool. And then the mirror universe is such a great name anyway. I think that would be great. Yeah. Well, it runs with a lot of stuff, what the dimension is and everything else. Right. It is, you know. Um, so the next thing you're going to hit is uh, the mud was knee-deep. It consumed their shoes. The bugs were biting. The swamp took its dues. Swamps, yeah. are, swamps are pretty... They're nasty places. It's not fun to be in. It's not fun to travel through. I mean, it, it just... Yeah. Their spirits are already in the dumps. They're already in a bad situation. And all of a sudden, they're, they're in a swamp. And, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I like this, the the swamp took its dues. That makes me imagine that some of the people we talked about before were in this zombie-like state, mouths open, eyes glassy. So perhaps when they hit this awful place, some of them just lie there and just get sucked in. Yeah, they, they could just quit at that point. Yeah. And I, I like that imagery of some of them struggling to get out and clawing their way through this swamp, while some of them are just lying there, just not dead, but just getting sucked in. It would be cool is we could have like a, a just a clear image of that, of them doing that, and then you just know what that is. So you see them clawing it and dying and some dying in the swamp. Of course, a lot made it out. Um, but later on you can have like Tatiana go back to certain points and have her raise their, their particular. I'd love, oh, I would love like nothing related to any story, but just this little scene of Tatiana, just like delicately stepping over the swamp as if it's not even there and just kind of reaching down and pulling out a body and just bringing it through the port, like a, a little collection, you know, I, I think, and just like, yeah. yeah, I think that would be a great little, I think I might do that at the end of the Raven queen book after the war is done. I might have a couple just little scenes of things that happened and one will be her going through the swamp and just this beautiful scene of her just kind of reaching down and grabbing something. And it's a hand and she pulls up this body and carries it back through the portal. I wish we could have somehow like some kind of list or something like like little spirits above her that show that like oh there's this many left or so, showing that she's she wants to account for each and every one you know what I mean yeah I, I don't know we'd have to that that's something just to think about okay I don't no, know I like it I like it uh, so so what you want is you want a way for the readers to understand that these are the fairies that went through and there needs to do you want it to be no man so left the readers understand kind of that deal. they're the fairies or a specific count 
of how many fae there need to be. Like, what do you mean? Just that Tatiana is not going to leave anybody behind. She's going to go out and mm-hmm. get every last one of them. And that's what the whole right. thing's about. Yeah. And so she, she cares, even though she's a maniacal, crazy bitch, she still cares about her, her people. That's her one, number one function. It is. It is. So. Yeah, and it all is. And, 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 and also it, it ties in with the whole, uh, the great mother having an issue of replenishing the fairies. I mean, it might, it might be a necessity to get those things back because yeah. they want yeah. those experiences put back in the, in the great mother saying, no, not to do it again. Or they have that feeling of dread every time they think about, you know, doing what they did. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, if you want, this could be a little Easter eggy to where we, uh, in the scene that I plan, uh, that I, uh, illustrate as they're going through this peat bog, we have a very specific couple that die dramatically yeah. enough in the background that we notice them, or at least people who pay attention notice them. So, and we'll know, and I'll mark each one, like one will die by a tree and it'll, he'll die with a hand still sticking out of the mud, holding a branch, but the yes. rest will be submerged. Another one will die by just lying there and they'll be covered by just moss and it'll look like a hill. I do. And then another one. I, I do try. It's like uh, some dude's wife just gives up and just lays there and yeah. he goes, come on, Maria. And then he just lays beside her and they die together. Yeah. Like, so it's just, oh, it's like a little mound of moss and uh, Tatiana comes and just kind of like picks them both up. Yeah. Um, so when Tatiana comes to collect them because they're so small, is she just scooping with hands or does she shrink down to their size to be a little more dramatic? No, she's going to, I'd like either to scoop or that she just, she like makes a motion and then brings them to a herself. A little more magical. Yeah. And she could have them particulate and then come to maybe collect them in something and then bring it through like a little memory box or something. Well, you know, visually, I really like the idea of this magic kind of gently sweeping under and scooping and kind of carrying their their bodies. Because, you know, there's nothing more, this is going to sound super morbid, there's nothing prettier than a splayed body just kind of resting with the arms and legs just and the head thrown back. And I know it sounds super morbid, but with it like coming out of the mud and stuff with the moss and that magic underneath it, it's like this gentle like, and then laying them down on the ground in the fey realm. Because yeah. that's what I want the cutscene to be, is all these people laid down in that grove next to trees peacefully. Yeah. Um, so pulled out of the muck because they're kind of pulled out and just brought over. The only issue I have with that is they've been laying in this muck for 300 years. I don't know. Some amount of time. I mean, they're still, they're, they're gonna still be kind of gross, wouldn't they? Or do you think they wouldn't de- decompose at all? The way, the way I would do it is co- either covered in moss or covered in mud. So they're humanoid figures, but you don't get any detail. Okay. And like so that. what you have, is you just have these, and it's going to be more silhouette than anything else. You'll see a lot of focus on Tatiana and the nasty bog around her. And then these kind of muddy figures being drawn up and the magic's going to be a lot of color and stuff that'll be kind of sweeping and swirling around them. Yeah. Which will obstruct a lot of stuff, but you'll get a humanoid figure inside it. Cocoon. I like that idea. I like that. Yeah. And, so and it's going to be really very respectful about it. Type of oh, yeah, place. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just to convey yeah. that feeling of respect and yeah. that, you know, we're not trying to like show off dead bodies here. We're trying to. No, yeah. no, no, no. Not, not like that. No, much think more Renaissance to where some of yeah. these figures are kind of like very gracefully laid out. You know what I mean? I want to save all so, that and then, the demon boxer. Yeah, that that's when we get to be gross. So, no, yeah, and then I like the idea of her bringing him through. And then I, I do like this last little moment of maybe just a tiny bit of magic where she cleans them up and they look normal like they did before. Oh, yeah. Uh, before they're taken back into the trees. Like a mortician you know? or something, final respects and all that stuff. Yeah. Or maybe they have families that have, you know, some of those people were part of those families. Oh, yeah, final like this little gathering in the grove. Yeah. That would be, okay, oh, just a no, little serve at the end. In the beginning of the Ascension of Oberon, we have a giant funeral procession for the uh, for the king and queen. I don't know if you've read that, but I I had a full yeah. I have a full chapter all done, so we can do the same yeah. thing. 
for the for those fairies do a giant remembrance yeah and then the residents come through and pay their final respects and do a neat scene like that okay yeah we'll we'll have to i would like it to be uh to start off as just tatiana quietly by herself out there in the bog collecting these people and then she lays them down at the trees and they're all cleaned up and then you pan out to see this giant crowd in this grove as they all pay this final respect and then it cut off there because i want it to be a small clip like at the end of a movie, you wait yeah. till after the credits and then you have that little rolling scene. I want it to be kind of like that for the end of the Raven Queen. A couple of things like that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, and we can do several of those to do little tie, to tie things up that in the story that we, you know, to say, hey, we brutally murder all of our people. But we also are, you know. I put them back in the Great Mother. So, in, in the yeah. essence, of, you know. <clears throat> they did what they're supposed to do, and they 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 paid their respects. And I th- I, yeah. I think it'd be a beautiful little scene. I think that's cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be really fun. And then uh, yeah, the swamps. I mean, that swamp though is gonna be it is it's gonna be brutal. It's gonna take its toll on on a lot of them. Um, you know what I keep thinking of? I keep thinking of Never Ending Story and the Bog of yes, Eternal Sadness. Yes. And just like you. oh yeah, I try you. You can't be. You have to keep fighting. Yeah. No. I think he's talking oh. about himself and his horse at that point, though. I know. I love it because the horse is like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Nah, bro. <laughs> uh, where they had landed, would this be their home? Could he get power to take back his throne? He's He, he understands that this is probably going to be here for a while. Like, yeah. No, I like Jesus. that the first thing he thinks is like, uh, you know, he's not even paying attention to the the fae that are dying around him. He's just striving to get out and thinking about how to get power. Exactly. He's just not been, he, it, like he's lost all his, I mean, I know they're not human, but he's lost all his humanity at this point. Well, the, the only thing he has left to hold on to is his hate and revenge. That I mean, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's all he has. There is nothing left for him. And, and so that would be, and, and also, you know, I'm sure a lot of them are thinking like, oh, so this is what we're doing now? I, I, this yeah. this bog, this, oh man, that's, and I, I think it it definitely drives home the point of how they get to that point where they're living in freaking garbage heaps or under the ground or as trolls, because, I mean, where they're coming from is so twisted. Well, I kind of, it's interesting that their first experience on this world is this disgusting, stinky place. And I think of ducklings or birds and stuff that imprint on mothers about them like hitting this earth and their first imprint is this awful place and somehow um it just kind of leads them living in constantly stinky abandoned awful places i mean not actually imprinting but i just like that idea of them just being like oh this is our life now i just realized something too okay so this is all this is all part of the whole propaganda piece too he's trying overall trying to show this is what you get this, it doesn't just oh, yeah. end with the wings getting torn off. I mean, you're going to go someplace horrible. Oh, yeah. And this world is full of disgusting, horrible things that yeah, kill so, yeah, so he may even describe it worse than what it really is on this point. Oh, it's true. That um, would be kind of funny if they just popped out in the meadow. <laughs> I mean, it, it could have been, but I, I like the I like the way this feels, especially for the novel and how, to, how they end up where they are. And then also, I've just realized that your whole easter egg thing it's it's in two separate things this is the book of malachi and they're going to do this mm-hmm. stuff here but then later on from a completely different perspective it's going to be a business. yeah that's awesome well, that's why i was saying it was so easter egg yeah i was uh, like i wasn't movie. putting the two it's, together and i'm like well i guess like, why would it be an easter egg there no yeah i know what i'm doing no no you, that's, <laughs> that does that's a really good i mean that was awesome so yeah, so only people who are really really good at spotting these things and who are pure genius or who listen to this podcast that's right figure it out yep yep or so, yeah, that's what it is <laughs> yep 
Anyway, um, continue. What are the what are the next two lines from? The last two lines. We're at the we're at the end of the the end of the, uh, the, the this portion of the poem. The place was foreign. This place was foreign, but they would strive on. Oh, how he hated the name Oberon. Um, so this scene for me paints a picture of them kind of like just making it out of the bogs and there's like either uh, a little town with a sign. Um, I'm thinking written in Gaelic because they, they came during the, the early days. Or he's standing and over a hill just, looking down at a town. That's that exactly, exactly what I was thinking is they're just cresting this hill. They see it spread out and there's a little sign and they know it's, for, you know, when you come into yeah. a foreign city and you see nothing recognizable and I want that because the, the Fey realm is going to be very organic trees and all kinds of stuff in this town is obviously going to look very yeah. human. It's going to be exactly what a human would feel going over there. They may like exactly. what? And on top of that, you need to keep the perspective and and thing because they're going to be troll sized, yeah. and this so this gonna town look, is going to oh, look huge. Oh man. Okay, so I like that because what's going to what what I'm thinking now is that the rest of the people are looking up this massive sign, and in the distance we see this city. Well, not even city, just a town, and um, it's very foreign. And there's a rutted road, you know, a road obviously going over this hill towards the town, and they're all looking towards it, trying to like look towards the future. Meanwhile, Oberon's still looking back over his shoulder, just with this hatred on his face, okay. and he's the only face we can see. Wait, what I say? Oberon. Oh, dang it. Damn you, Oberon. He snuck in there. He's <laughs> no Malachi. Malachi's the one. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, because it's and that's and that's got to be the whole. We got to keep hitting on that point as what's happening here. I, I mean, one thing after the next. They're, they're trying to fight for their place. They think they're doing the right thing. Now they're paying for it in a way that's just. <laughs> All right. So you mentioned very briefly earlier in the in this episode, moving day. Yeah, who so, put the portal here in this port peat bog? Yeah, Oberon right. digs. He's a big jerk. Right. Yeah. So in Fae mythology and legend, um, the, 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 they're called the She Fae, but it's spelled S-I-D-H-E. And the, it translates to the hill fairies. Um, and essentially what happens is, is at certain times of year, yeah, solstices or whatever, they have moving day to where they move their hill or the place where their, their portal is located into the mortal realm from one place in the world to another ah. place. That makes and even so, more sense. I like that. So, and this is a very special occasion for them. They party all night long, and just as the dawn is about to approach and sun is peeking over the hills, they transport into a new place. And if you're lucky as a human, you can party with them without any consequences because they don't care about taking you with them. Ooh. So it's the only night that you can do that without possibly getting murdered or taken away to the fairy realms forever without ever seeing your family again. That's awesome, and we can do a lot with that, and especially with uh, with our portal stuff and what's happening, so that it changes connections. And that way, I can have Ireland and Scotland. That's right. That's <laughs> right. The two favorite locations. We move the portal two inches to the left. <laughs> but yeah, so moving day is a is a great thing, and I could definitely see Oberon for this occasion just telling people. I'm going to make the portal over this awful, nasty place for moving day because of these traitors. Plus, I like parties, so let's yeah. let's get into it now. <laughs> that would be that would actually be hilarious to have all as their wings are being ripped off below in the dungeons. Oberon's parting above for moving day. Oh, well, that's that's sick. And that awesome. will not be in the story because that would not serve his propaganda. But uh, I like that image. Come yeah. on, tell me. Tell no, me I, I think it's I think that's perfect and awesome in every way, and it follows this whole. You know, these are not human. They're not doing what. And also, you know what? You know, I think it'd be awesome. I think we should definitely keep an eye out for and look out for. A, maybe we should do a special episode. Oh, 
Oh, talk about some uh, some fancy fay uh, traditions and holidays, maybe? I think that'd be a good idea, especially since uh, Christmas is just around the bend. Maybe we should release a special oh. fan or whatever listener. It's a special Christmas. episode, holiday episode. Of, uh, of, of holidays for the fay. Fay holidays. <laughs> oh man, I'm just imagining Oberon in one of those like cheesy '50s suit with a little bow tie and like the the sweater for Christmas, and Tatiana's in the little '50s like pearls and stuff, and they're like Fay for the holidays. That's great. That's what we're uh, doing. I may have to draw that. That's awesome. Yeah. So so what are we gonna cover in this special episode? Uh, we could definitely uh, cover some of the roundabout stuff for moving day. I mean, that'd be a, a special holiday. Just any 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 holidays that the that are not on Earth that are that are Fey driven, Fey world, Fey realm driven holidays. Uh, maybe maybe uh, the end of the uh, at the end of the uh, the War of the Wings, they they decide to make it a holiday. Like, hey, we're gonna celebrate you know surviving and, and fighting off the uh, ravens, and we'll leave. You know, a, a mystical raven will come down and leave a present for for all the good boy and girl phase, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. You know. <laughs> let's raven let's claws, discuss for raven <laughs> claws ripping through your wings. I don't know. Uh, and we've been sued by the Harry Potter universe. Oh. <laughs> you know, I do I do like the idea of this ra- magical raven swooping down and then the fae like shooting it out of the sky and fireworks explode as they shoot it. Oh, celebrating like the July victory. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, awesome. like Christmassy. But well, let's take a look. I want to discuss real myths and legends from from our side, and then let's create a few too. Yeah, yeah, definitely create because there's they've got you know the history. We might as well do stuff for you know Remembrance Days and maybe uh, or uh, the, the Royal Day where they have you know this is the day you celebrate the king queen and they go oh, out and the, the wild throne. hunt. The, oh, we can't the wild, forget the wild hunt. That's I love that one. That that makes me all happy. It, it is one of my favorites for I think, sure. I think it's where the werewolf. Uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Mythology comes from. Oh, the transformation. Oh, man, there's a lot of... In, oh, I can't wait to talk about the Wild Hunt. There's so many interesting creatures and stories and... Whew, Ooh, good the times. Ascension of Oberon podcast. That's going to be a fun one. Oh, can't wait. Cannot wait. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, subscribe and check us out on Facebook at Fay Realms and our Twitter at Stoke Tales One. Please leave comments and be a part of the show. Thank you.